So the big question is this. How are gigging musicians like us, who don't make any money streaming, who are spending money from our own pockets, how do we treat our music careers as online businesses in a way that lets us get our music and the things we believe in out to the world, yet still remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jared Judge, and welcome to the Gigging Musician Podcast. What's up, gigging pros? It's Jared Judge. Welcome to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about something a little more uncomfortable that might be hidden in plain sight that every musician deals with at some point in their lives. And in fact, this, uh, this is a disease that is prevalent throughout society. And unfortunately, people use it to take advantage of others. And that is emotional manipulation. I wrote about this on my email newsletter a week or so ago. Um, so if you're not subscribed, go to fulltimemusicacademy.com and subscribe. But basically, emotional manipulation is when somebody uses emotions and emotional arguments to take advantage of somebody else, to take advantage of the situation. So think about it. Have you recently been subjected to emotional ma- manipulation by somebody who hired you as a musician? This happens all the time. Um, People are always trying to take advantage of musicians and play to their emotions that, oh, don't you just love playing? Like, can't you give me a good deal? Can't you do this for free? Like, that's an example of emotional manipulation. But it, it goes a little bit beyond that because in the events industry, like I have the privilege of being on the board of directors for a networking organization in the events industry. And even within that organization, there are examples of emotional manipulation that occurs fairly often. Um, it's tough, you know. Emotional arguments are not inherently bad. You know, when there are valid reasons for using emotional arguments to get people to act. For example, music in itself is by nature an emotional argument. It literally manipulates emotions to make you feel something when you're playing it or when you're hearing it, like I would say, music is the ultimate emotional manipulation tool, which is why, you know, propaganda videos have used emotions. This is why movies use soundtracks because it makes the audience feel something and thus makes it a stronger movie. However, when you're dealing with business, like it's just business, music is a business. Music business is business. When you're trying to book gigs and make a living doing what you love, I'd argue that there is almost no room for emotional manipulation. And I'm gonna, sorry, I can't talk this morning. Emotional manipulation is a tool that is used to sabotage your efforts. It makes you feel less than worthy and comes from a place where the person doing it, you know, they want to take advantage of you in some, some way, shape, or form. But by the way, this is not just by the people who are hiring you. This also could be people that you play with, people that you perform with. Are they manipulating you as the band leader to do all of the extra work of booking the band without offering anything in return? Which is why a couple episodes ago, I did one about the hidden work of band leadership and why it deserves to be compensated. But basically, you know, it's so easy... For people to use the argument that like 
music is fun. You love doing this. You should just do all of this extra work for free. And our, our bandmates might be doing that too, which, you know, it's just something to be aware of. And the way to combat that in both occasions, you know, when somebody hiring you is emotionally manipulating you or when a bandmate is, is to truly take a step back and know your worth. Like know that what you're doing is valuable and you should be able to know exactly how valuable it is. Would the bandmates know? Like, would they have a gig if you had not been doing that work? Would the person hiring you have this elevated experience at their events had they not hired you? And if so, that's worth the money that you say it is. So the first step is knowing your worth. And then the second step is the harder one. Like people struggle with this. People go to therapy for this, which is setting boundaries. So boundary setting is when you know what you're willing to do and refusing to do anything that is beyond what you're willing to do. Like if somebody asks you to give them a $100 discount because of X, Y, and Z, then you have to say, no, this is our rate. And you have to stick to it. You have to hold your ground and not cave to their emotional manipulation. So that is setting the boundary. And then the last step is hard as well. It is maintaining that boundary. People are always going to test your boundaries. They're going to, you know, even if you've already set that boundary and said, no, I won't do this for anything less than blank, people will still try again and again. They'll try to wear you down with more emotional manipulation. And these emotional arguments are easier to wear you down because they're mentally exhausting. Whereas I much prefer logical arguments. Like, if you give me a logical argument is why I should do something for, you know, less than my normal rate. Like, for example, if you showcase how sponsoring this one event instead of asking for money has a lot of different event industry connections, I might be more open to it, but you'll have to back that up with numbers and facts and statistics rather than just do it for me. It feels good or whatever. Uh, so you got to set that boundary and then you got to maintain it. So don't let people test those boundaries. Be consistent with your answer. Don't change your answer. Don't change the boundary because once you do that, it's like if you give a mouse a cookie, they will know that you're the kind of person who they can get what they want from. And so they'll, they'll go a step further. They'll ask for more. And it, that's just not good for, for you, not good for your mental health, and it's not good for the music industry. It's not good for your ability to make a living as a musician. So, yeah, hope this was helpful. Emotional, in, in, sorry, it's so hard to say that this morning. Emotional manipulation is rampant in both the events industry and in the music industry. I think it's important to take a step back and look at it and notice when it's happening and notice are the people that are doing this really worth hanging out with in the long run so evaluate that are these relationships worth continuing or do you need to set a hard boundary with that relationship and don't forget to maintain those boundaries once you set it so i hope this was helpful thanks for tuning into another episode of the gigging musician podcast remember you are just one gig away 
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. If you like this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and tag me and post on Instagram, letting me know what you liked about this episode and let me know what you would like to hear in future episodes. That will help me serve you better. Also, I would love to invite you to my upcoming five-day full-time music challenge. Just give me five short days and I will show you a step-by-step plan to make real consistent income with your music. It's totally free and you can register on fulltimemusicchallenge.com. That's fulltime, one word, no dash in between, fulltimemusicchallenge.com. Thanks again and I hope to see you in my next challenge.